This is episode five of the Rough and Tumble podcast. Thank you for listening. If you get a chance, please check us out on iTunes. Make sure you uh, review and rate us there on iTunes. We just released uh, all five episodes will be available on iTunes uh, with the release of this this podcast. So make sure you go uh, catch up on the previous four. You can also listen to us on YouTube, Google, uh, and Spotify. So if you don't like iTunes, you can go check it out there. Uh, as well as give us a follow on Instagram. We're at 75 followers right now. Those are rookie numbers. We need to pump those numbers up. So we're trying to get to 100 followers. And you can do your part by sharing the tag at podcast at, uh, at the Rough and Tumble podcast, um, hitting the hashtag, hashtag the Rough and Tumble podcast also. So help us get to our goal of 100 followers. Yes, please. And then on Patreon, we also have a goal of $100 a month. Um, we have started to gain some momentum with a couple of recent donors, and we hope to continue doing so. So please go check out our Patreon. We'll be releasing content in the new future. So on October 1st, you guys can expect that new content coming from us. It's going to be members exclusive style stuff. So if you're donating to the Patreon and you're really supporting the podcast, we want to thank you guys a ton by giving you guys a little bit of extra than what the average listener gets. So you can expect to see uh, technique videos from Johnny and myself, different um, B-sides, rarities, that kind of stuff, just things that you can't normally get from just listening to the podcast. Episode five, we'll be talking about uh, ADCC, which is going on actually as we speak. So we'll be having a couple of the results from the semifinals, and we're going to try and catch up with the finals later in the episode. We're also going to be talking about a new obscure martial art. Okichita, which is a Canadian uh, Native American based combative style. I don't believe it. I think it's fake. Parts of it are. Yeah, it might be. Uh, we'll find out, though. So uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. You're listening to the Rough and Tumble podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. So I'm wanting to bring back the, um, the McDurin Thirsty Girl stuff because I spent most of the weekend looking up some... Uh, the McDurn stuff. That's right. Uh, I think people appreciate the McDurn Thirsty Girl stuff. I've brought it up a couple times, and uh, anytime I mention it, uh, people are appreciating it. And I think the reason they appreciate it so much is because they think it's hilarious, and they don't want to do the legwork themselves to go <laughs> yeah. find it. It's also, it's just to be clear, we're not making fun of the girls that are posting. We're making fun of the men who are Correct. commenting. It's not the girls who are thirsty. It's right. It's the men commenting. Who yeah, I think it's thirsty. important that we, we definitely... Um, make that clear. We're not making fun of Mackenzie Dern. We're making fun of the ridiculously sad, uh, psychopathic young men that try to get uh, in her pants by posting on her Instagram. There are plenty of other uh, reasons to make fun of Mackenzie Dern, though. And sometimes they're super clever. Like, sometimes I, I look on here and I'm like, man, that is super clever. Yep. Um, Some of them are well, well-crafted. Is Demi Lovato, was she a heroin addict? Yeah, she was the singer that was a heroin addict, and then she got her blue belt, and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's like getting a PhD. The reason I ask is because um, while I was perusing McDern's uh, Instagram, there was a she had done a photo shoot underneath a pier in California, where I guess she lives. And aside from all of the comments of people saying, I was just there, I didn't see you, or one guy was like, I'm going to go back, we should meet there. <laughs> like, like, like that was most of the comments but then um she was in a bathing suit obviously and one right. guy said um was asking her if she would show her entire titty instead of just the apparent piece that she had shown that and sounds like it's one word entire titty well it said she said sh this person drew said showed a whole titty <laughs> Um, as if, as if she got on there and was like, damn it, I forgot. I knew it. I better get back on there and make another post quick. I got to stop covering up these nipples. <laughs> um, and then the reason I asked about the Demi Lovato thing is because I didn't get this joke at first, but now it's funnier because Karen Fallon said that, uh, McTenzie Derns is hotter than Demi Lovato's spoon. Ooh, ouch. That hurts. It makes more sense now. Yeah. Makes more sense now. Well, um, this one guy, which was one of my favorite ones. Adam Fingland said, um, I PM'd you. It's not creepy. Could you check it out, please? <laughs> if you have to preface it with, it's not creepy, I promise. It's probably fucking creepy. What else do we got here? Um, a lot of people were um, talking about how, you know, because she's never made weight for a fight. 
Right. Um, and a lot of people were talking about how she uh, is obviously well on her way to losing the weight to make the fight. And um, yeah, she's been in good shape. Yeah. Um, I it, commented it. I commented did you? and let her know. Was this you? Were I you said, the one? Hey, hey babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to speak in Portuguese first because apparently every white guy in America started speaking Portuguese only to talk to Mackenzie Dern. They all think like that's going to be the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And it, they usually always say it wrong. But uh, this guy just said, sit on my face. <laughs> in Portuguese? <laughs> no. <laughs> and he has, he's a fan of Alabama. So if that makes it uh, any better. Um, and it's then, what you'd expect from a person from Alabama. I don't exactly understand this one. Uh, but he says, I'll stick my nose in that derny. I think he's talking about her booty. <laughs> I'm not sure. And this guy, uh, his name is heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, damn. Could be anybody if, with a name like that. Could be anybody. But he wanted us to know that um, her bra can't even handle them titties. What if that's Buchecha? It's Buchecha. <laughs> He's like, guys, I needed to let you know. I found out when we dated that her bra can't contain those things. I wanted the world to know. Yeah. And, uh, and he probably looked at his friends. He was like, you don't think it's going to be too obvious if I put that on the heavyweight champion of the world? <laughs> yeah, right? that's why his name is that. <laughs> Heavy. No, dude, make it heavy heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, they'll never figure it out. Oh, no way. <laughs> uh, joke's on us because um, duh, it's just Portuguese. Duh is just Portuguese for in. For, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one guy just wrote the word sex. That's all it says. It just says sex. sex. <laughs> I want to make sex with you. <laughs> Speaking of sex, you're probably wondering why I, uh, I have all of this bachelorette I was wondering stuff for you but knowing you I just assumed that you had an announcement to make to me yeah well <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking the other day and I was like you know what me and Mitch never got to uh, celebrate together uh him uh getting married or getting engaged I getting guess. engaged yeah right. so this is your bachelorette party we have a little mini bachelorette party for you there's a mini bottle of champagne and, those are uh, not malt balls. Those are gumballs. Those are gumballs. Uh, and it's a lot of gum. I'm Johnny gonna, found that I out wanna, earlier. Yeah, I want to see how many you can <laughs> eat through this podcast. And it's then, like the cinnamon challenge, but with gumballs. I don't know if you you saw that your glasses, uh, time to unwind. <laughs> so let's crack open a little bubbly. There's only enough in there for, for you and half a shot for me. Right. But I started thinking about, you know, like, uh, yes, last episode... I felt bad, dude. Like, it was all about me. I felt selfish, mm -hmm. and I think the rest of the Mitch, audience. I think the audience would agree that that there was. Although you do have a student that says I, I apparently talk too fucking much. Yeah. But, well, you have students that say that. So. Well, but they say it to my face. Um, <laughs> you come here and say it to my face in cursive. Um, Until she starts donating to the Patreon, her opinion doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, no, I felt bad. You know, like Mitch just lost a match, and so I like. First of all, I put the effort in to make this bachelorette party, I'm and super I also, um, I don't, I don't know if I told you, but I spent a lot of time creating an intro for you. Oh, like a, bit, a special. Oh, intro. in the event that I potentially had one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it took me a lot of time to do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna warn you. you ready? Okay. And his name is John C. <laughs> uh, oh man i'm so glad that we have sound effect sound effects now <laughs> it's so brilliant we need to get some ice in these these cups the ice is is just it's all like into one stuck cube. together <laughs> it's mostly water now is this my cup yeah it's okay that it has dog hair in it <clears throat> that's fine. me blowing the dog hair out of the cup here <laughs> just a drink out of that <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, are we sharing with anybody else? No. I mean, think? like... God damn. Dude, I've had your hands in my mouth. It's no big deal. <laughs> God, fuck. Yeah. There we go. Just drop it on in there. All right. What is that? Lamarca? Little, uh, some Lamarca. Some good old Lamarca. Sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. Here, let you go first. 2% by volume. Oh, this is... Oh, it's pros Prosecco. Persimmons. Oh god. We got to even. And this is how we lost all of our podcasting gear. Pouring champagne all over it. All right. Perfect. I've got another big bottle too. If we oh, want to get real I'm gonna, crazy. I'm gonna put a splash of sugar free Red Bull in mine too. <laughs> Throw some in mine. 
Why not? It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Cheers to uh, Mitch getting married and <laughs> having uh, 13 kids and our fifth episode. I like how we're doing this now and I got engaged five years ago. <laughs> did you really get engaged five years ago? When did you think I got engaged? Like yesterday? I don't know, dude. Obviously, I wasn't there. You didn't invite me to your uh, engagement. I don't think we were friends yet. <laughs> I was still, I was still, uh, you were still one of my arch nemesis back then. Yeah. Was I really? Did you like, did you, did you know who I was before you knew who I was? No, I found out who you were. I still remember how I found out where you were. I told you, you posted some video of when you went on a trip to Brazil. Oh, you yeah. know, and the thing is, yeah. I think the reason that I was, I put you in my art nemesis category was because I was like, man, this guy's got tattoos. Obviously, he listens to good music. He's got cool hair. We should be friends. And because he's on another team, we're never going to be allowed to be friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We um, proved them wrong. <laughs> look at us go. Look at us go. Uh, now we're having an engagement party. Um, with gumballs and champagne. Did you take the betta fish out of that bowl right before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. No, I'm supposed to make, actually, we're going to return that. We're gonna, <laughs> we got to take care of it. The sticker, <laughs> she took the sticker off the bottom so we can return it. I that's weird because in all honesty I don't I'm not trying to be rude or sound rude I didn't know who you were until, nobody does until uh I'm also like I'm kind of a fuck boy on on social media so <laughs> I'm I throw myself out there like a little whore well I had almost no social media presence for a lot of years and I think almost but I none. think it confuses people honestly yeah it really does people get a perception that's not that not not necessarily true. Well, we were both purple belts. And so we were kind of like in the same category. I'd seen you at a couple of competitions. You were on the 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 fight card where you fought Wes Allen as purple yeah. and I fought uh uh Rice. Uh, Justin Rice. Justin yeah. Rice. I yeah. will say this though, like purple belt uh brown belt is really whenever I started focusing more on jujitsu. So like mm -hmm. purple belt and before, if you weren't doing MMA, you weren't on my radar at the right. time. You know what I'm saying? So no, like, for sure. Even doing jiu-jitsu matches, I was just like trying to stay busy in between well, MMA. Fights. Even back then for me, I was a small business owner. I was running my own gym as a purple belt. I was competing, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I was under an organization that was not anywhere in Arkansas. So we had no reason to cross paths. Plus, we didn't have – we weren't in the same division. There was no AGFs back then, you know. Um, only reason I really knew you was just because you had opened up Gravitas around yeah. the same time I opened up my gym. And so I just saw that, but, uh, yeah, that's it. And then so, I, yeah. uh, I saw you whenever you got knocked out by, uh, Ben Brewer. Oh, you didn't get knocked out. No, I got choked. Choked out. Yeah. That's what it was. Not choked out. I, I was awake. <laughs> I got choked unconscious the fight after that by his teammate. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever happened to that guy, Ben Brewer? Like he was, he was doing well. And then now I guess he's just. He's a, I don't know, a volunteer fireman somewhere? I don't know. I don't want to. I think that he got, I, I want to say that I heard that he got in trouble for some banned substances and then mm. just never came back. But I don't. I don't know that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I so. never heard that. So you're probably making it up. Yeah. The fact that I just put it out there makes it true. So <laughs> it's out there. Um, 75 so people you, just heard it. <laughs> speaking of uh, steroids and performance enhancing drugs, have you been watching ADCC? Yes. I've been following it. Man. I'll tell you what, I'm really happy that the ADCC is becoming what it is. Um, I'm not the biggest Nogi fan, uh, meaning that I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not an anti-Nogi guy or prefer the Gi. I actually really enjoy Nogi training. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's fast-paced. It plays into my, my strengths. Everybody that was at ADC this year, for the most part, were fucking killers. I felt like it was a lot of changing of the guard. Man. There's a lot of new A lot new of new guys, you know? I think Cyborg was like the only old school guy there. Uh-huh. Um, Gal Galvo and, and Galvo. Pena, but they're doing yeah. the um, super, fight. super fight. Yeah. I was actually impressed with like, uh, oh, I can't remember his first, his first name, but the Hugh brother, mm -hmm. the twins from Atos. Yeah. The kid's like 15, 16. He beat Bruno Frazzato. And I was, it's I've been following nuts. those kids for a long time. I mean, they were, they were putting stuff out on YouTube and stuff like that, um, as like yellow belts Yeah, and they were just killing it, killing it. But they train in like, there's a mini documentary about those brothers. Um, and they have like a, a training set up in their garage. So they're training every they're day. They're homeschooled too. Yeah. They're homeschooled. Yeah. yeah. And all they do is train jujitsu. Like their parents mm -hmm. were like, Oh, and the thing is, is now there's a little bit of money to be had in the sport back in the day when we started. 
dude, you were the only way you were going to make money in jujitsu was to open up an academy. Mm-hmm. That's it. You were not going to make any money any other way. But we all wanted to, right? We all thought like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a goose sponsorship. Um, they don't pay money, by the way. They don't. <laughs> and you can. Hillary Williams will attest to that, like, because yeah. uh, I've had that conversation with Hillary Williams. And for anyone who's not familiar with Hillary Williams, uh, she was one of the first, if not, no, she was the first American black belt world champion. American female American black belt fe- world champion. Yeah, you corrected me last time for that too. Yeah, American <laughs> female black belt world champion. Um, she was homegrown at a Westside MMA. What? What? Oh. <laughs> Um, she later went on to become a doctor. She's a doctor now. She's uh, going into uh, neurology. Super smart. Super smart girl. She was sponsored by, uh, it was Atama. It, it doesn't matter. Uggy Company. She's not sponsored by them anymore, so it's not like I'm fucking up her life by mm-hmm. getting the sponsor wrong. Uh, MTX Auto and a couple of other things. And she even said back then, she was like, she was still trying to scrounge up money to pay for airfare. You know, at at best, she would get them to cover some of her tournament costs as far as like, you know, membership or um, entry fees goes. But like, I mean, it was not easy. And she was sponsored by three fairly large companies back then. But now, man, what is I don't even remember what the what do you win if you win the ADCC? How much money is a hundred thousand dollars? Oh, I don't even know, dude. You know what I am tired of hearing about, though, is fucking fight to win doing the promotion, because I know afterwards a like. The stream wasn't wasn't that good. I don't I I can't I don't know if it was my internet, but or it's not, flow but grappling that's fucking. Getting, up. I was only getting one mat to work. Yesterday. Oh really? That's all mat flow grappling's problem. Work. But uh, on top of that, just like look in the background of uh, of the matches, and you just see it looks like it's in a gymnasium. Yeah, you know? and like when Budo Videos did it, they, it wasn't like that. It looked like it was a production, and then their ref, one of their refs had like. You know, black pants, black shirt, and then just an old shitty pair of yellow Nikes, <laughs> like walking around on the mats. And like, I don't know. They weren't they, even wrestling shoes. Were they Nike Blazers? Because if they're Nike Blazers, <laughs> then uh... <laughs> you know Seth Daniels is gonna make a post like next week, but like to all the fucking haters. Oh yeah, out there talking shit about fight to win, blah blah blah. You're just jealous because I'm on steroids and I'm making millions of dollars. I am jealous of Seth Daniels though because he's he's actual friends with Maynard James Keenan, the lead singer of Tool, my favorite oh, really? band. So I'm a little, uh, I am a little jealous. Well, that, then uh, my, uh, my, uh, my idea holds up then. <laughs> so just douchebags hanging out with douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that guy is just, he got a lot of flack for Did you see where he choked out his training partner? Uh, no. doing his, they were like recording his, um, a DVD, like fight to win techniques. Was it on accident? And he choked her out on accident. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. And she like tapped. He was like, you're fine. Don't tap. And then choked her out. But he got a bunch of flack for that, and like, I support the guy on that side because if it were my, one of my friends, like if I were if I were in there doing it, explaining a technique on you, and you tapped earlier, like, dude, quit being a bitch, come right? On. And then you go to sleep, I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit, you wake up, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I'd be making fun of you. <laughs> Once I knew you were okay, of course. But uh, and everybody like freaked out, like that's not the way you should have handled that. Blah, blah, blah. So I've competed on Fight to Win once. Um, I lost that one as well mm-hmm. uh, to Todd Ryan. <laughs> and but my experience with Seth Daniels, um, he has some douchiness about him, uh, as I think. But I think a big piece of that is is that it's a part of the uh, the persona that he has to present, you know. Um, but my personal dealings with Seth Daniels have always been pleasant. Um, when we were setting up the matches and stuff and going back and forth, he was super accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came back uh, to setting up the match with me and Todd Ryan, um, I talked to him at the event in Oklahoma, uh, mentioning how you know we were wanting to get something here in Little Rock. He seemed open to that idea, uh, whether he remembers it or not. Um, he was genuinely, you know, didn't come across as a douchebag. And I do follow his personal Instagram, um, you know, and he's he's got a, you know, a, he's, He's got a son, um, and he's always there for his son. Uh, he goes to his football games, you know, and he he's really involved as a father. Mm-hmm. So I always see the big picture, total package thing. So I look past some of the douchey stuff that he does. I think, but I don't, <laughs> and that's I get it, you know. <laughs> Speaking of um, not douchebags, that's a terrible segue. But uh, I don't know if anybody who listens out there, and I always get his last name wrong, but um, Mike Kalimbus, the photographer, uh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. his black belt. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he got his black belt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mike has been in the game for God knows how many years. 
everybody's had pictures taken by that dude. Yeah. Everybody since years and years. So it's kind of cool. I think he was kind of fucking around with jujitsu from like white to purple. But then it seemed like purple to black. He got pretty serious. I saw him competing quite a bit at Brown Belt. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. So congratulations to Mike Kalimbus, who does not listen to the podcast. But we will tag him uh, in the Instagram so that he'll maybe go take a look at it. Now you don't have a choice. And now you don't have a choice. And it's not your fault, but now you owe us $200. So yeah. <laughs> we want to thank our first sponsor, Mike Kalimbus. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, we got a shout out. For, we've got uh, some shout outs for Patreon. We've got Jordan, uh, who recently sponsored us. Thank you, Jordan. And then Alex, who is our first international, international. Uh, yeah. sponsor. So here's one for you, buddy. And his name is <laughs> So far, those are the only two sound effects that I've put on here. Who needs anything else? Yeah, Alex is uh, a good friend of mine, Alex Smith. Um, he is actually in the uh, Royal Air Force uh, Army. I know that sounds weird to say Royal Air Force Army, but they do it really weird in the in the UK. So he's in the Royal Air Force, but he's in the infantry for the Royal Air Force. Um, kind they of a badass, they actually. They don't even have real money there. They have it, it's in pounds. Everything's in pounds. Uh -huh. They have... Uh, frankincense. Frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> English fun bucks. English fun bucks. Mm -hmm. um, Funny money. And uh, But Alex is a purple belt under Haja Gracie there in, in England, actually. And... Um, we met a couple of years ago when he was coming through Arkansas to do some some cool guy shit down at Camp Robinson, shooting some guns and stuff. He's actually going to try to get on that team again so he can come back. So um, we ought to have him if he does. We ought to have him. We on should the podcast. definitely have That'd him on the podcast. Yeah. He is he has been a really really cool guy to me for a lot of years. Uh, we we banter back and forth here and there on social media and stuff like that. Um, he competes for the Royal Air Force grappling team. Um, does really well. He's a good grappler. And um, it's the Royal Air Force Army Marine Team. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a Navy. Alex, do you guys have a Navy? I don't see they're, an, I, they're a fucking island. They better have a Navy. Of no. course they have a Navy. Maybe they only have a Navy, but they're I think like there's only like five ships. I think Where is he at? And he's in the UK. They have like one of the biggest navies. Is is England an island? It's on an island. It's not like an it's not an island on Johnny, its own. None of that's true. <laughs> There's no way you're gonna tell it's me it's attached to um, Ireland. That's not an island, then. That's that's right. A that's peninsula. why. That's why I said that England is on an island, but is no. it is not an island on its own. The United Kingdom is an island. So where's England at in response? In, in the United Kingdom. So then England is on an island. It is on an island. And the UK is an island. The UK is the island. Where's I gotta look this up? I think you're making this up. <laughs> The, uh, and then there's Ireland that's attached to it. And what's that other? Well, I know that Ireland is an island, is an island because it's called the Emerald Isle. Yeah. What's the other? Is it Scotland that's attached to it? I don't know. I'm going to be 100% honest, uh, honest with you and the rest of the audience. I'm not the biggest geography buff. Yeah. And my uh, brain, the way it works, is we have Arkansas, Texas. Louisiana, Mississippi, that area. Everything north, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that Idaho is somewhere up there. But if you were to if you were to swap Colorado and Wyoming, just the names, and leave them where they are, I would assume that's exactly where they that's really That's a tough were. one though. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Utah. They're shaped the same. If you were to swap Utah and Nevada, you would totally get Utah's over Utah's easy. Those are easy. Nevada's got like that angle, that sharp angle at the bottom of it. Hmm. I can identify. I think I could identify most of the states. We'll do that on the show. On, uh, yeah. We're actually going to do that on the show where we're going to bring up a map. It's going to be super fucking boring because you're going to give me a piece of paper and then I'm going to write out all of the states and everybody's just going to listen while I write out all of the states. No, we'll make it better <laughs> than that. Uh, Johnny, you were right. Uh, the United Kingdom is an island. <clears throat> <laughs> It's attached to Ireland. It's just, uh, it's north of Belgium and France. I figured out how to get the soundboard up alongside my notes so I don't have to switch back and forth <laughs> between apps. There's a lot of things that people don't realize that uh, you guys hear the podcast and think it's a smooth, um, just this well-oiled machine, but it isn't. Johnny's usually, uh, it, it's like... Um, <laughs> It's like that guy that the one man band guy that's got like yeah. tambourines between his knees and he's like, going around. like, that's what Johnny looks like mostly during the podcast. I've got like 14 devices here that I'm 
hitting buttons on and we have three monitors yeah i've got a fourth over there that's not even plugged in we're just plus my ipad yeah four four total basically keyboard the um sound thing that controls the sound i don't know all i do is um i just provide a voice that's it yeah good looks in it and yeah this does really good for a podcast. Who do you uh, so Alex had asked us a question about um, Oh yeah, he asked about Haja. Yeah, he was yeah. he wanted to know our opinion on whether or not we believed that Haja Gracie was truly the goat. And if uh, if you're not familiar with what goat means, it means greatest of all time, mm-hmm. right? I don't think that there is a goat yet. I think it's like I don't think that there can be a goat because for instance like who's the who's the who's the greatest boxer of all time? Who do you think the greatest boxer oh, man. of all time is? Greatest boxer of all time probably would be Cassius Clay. Okay, so that's if you're looking at it from a record point of view, mm-hmm. completely not true. I mean, Muhammad Ali lost like four or five fights. He lost quite true. a bit. Um, but because of the things that he did culturally, the mm-hmm. things that he did um, during that time, makes him like the he was greatest the best shit of all talker, time. Though. Yeah. And so if you're looking at numbers... People like Rocky Marciano, Floyd Mayweather would be considered Floyd Mayweather. Time. But you know, and what's funny is Floyd Mayweather, he's still undefeated, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even consider him to be the greatest of all time. No. Because he's a fucking retard. Yeah. And so that's why that's why this argument on the GOAT is always like such a, uh, it's an opinion, honestly. Because like, yeah, Hodges, Hodges is great. I think he's definitely up there, but I think Marcelo... Marcelo, Marcelo Garcia. Garcia is probably my goat. I would I would put Marcelo Garcia as the goat as well, and here's why. So, because Hajar Gracie was a ten time world champion, mm-hmm. I think he was a four time absolute champion, which has now been beat by Bushesha has now beat that record, if I'm not mistaken, if not tied it or come close to it. Yeah, I'm not sure. The thing about Marcelo Garcia is that even he didn't really until he started doing the ADCCs, nobody really even knew who the hell he was. And then he started arm dragging and choking people out. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Mm. But Marcelo was an unassumingly sized person. Whereas Hodger, Hodger's a big motherfucker. You know, you watch some of his um, highlight videos and he's getting away with a lot of stuff because he's so big. Like, you have to give some credit to that. Here's the other piece of that, though. That dude was finishing black belts from the mount with collar chokes. Yeah, like super basic. That's super basic. basic. When you have the ability to mount a black belt and collar choke them i haven't i haven't collar choked another black belt since i've been a black belt but how many how many guys that size have you rolled with and that's literally the only thing they can do <laughs> mark i don't know mark sniff's about the same size as hodger and i can tell you man mark sniff is probably oh, one of the yeah. best black belts he in the state of arkansas wrecks me dude he fucks me up yeah um he's real good and he's super nice about it the whole time too. Like every time we fu- every time we train together, he always says, "Man, you're really making improvements." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> it doesn't feel like it at all, at all. But he's such a nice guy, super awesome guy. I think yeah, I think Hodger's uh, Hodger is up there. He's like in top five for sure, top three, top five. But it's such a subjective uh, question because like, I think Marcelo is because of. Well, you have to put Jacare in there too, though. Yeah, Jacare was amazing. Uh, Ted today could have been in there had he, if he hadn't had of drugs yeah. and schizophrenia. Schizophrenia, get you. Um, yeah, there's a in Cabrinha. I Cabrinha. think Cabrinha. Yeah, he had the uh, what was it two years ago? He had the 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 most the super grand slam or whatever. Where he had gotten yeah he he had won all three the pans um, the Europeans and the worlds and ADCC and ADCC. Yeah, yeah. so he was the first not only to do all. Wait no, there's I think there's a handful that have done all three. They I'm have, sure. they have. Yeah, but he was couple. the first to do all four. Yeah, yeah. So it really, to Alex, to to kind of t- give you some perspective, it all just comes down to what is the grading criteria, and who who are you going to see on the mats the most often? Right. Being your geographical location, I'd stick with the Hodger Gracie argument. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to run into Hodger way more than we are, Alex. Yeah. So I would definitely. Uh, uh, you go around, and in fact, if you need to get a shirt made that says Haja Gracie is the goat, <laughs> yeah. I would highly recommend it. <laughs> as long as he stays on that side of the ocean, Haja right. Gracie don't come over. And this don't shit, you, 
You don't know nothing about Arkansas. I guarantee he doesn't know where Arkansas is. No. Which is good for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, thanks, Alex, for the question. Um, and thanks so much for the support, man. It's it's really cool to even think that people on the other side of an ocean are listening to this podcast. So um, it is really crazy. We have I know a several in several different uh, countries that are listening. It blows me away every time somebody subscribes to our Patreon, any of that stuff. I'm just like, what? People give a shit? Yeah, what are you guys doing? For the longest time, um, me and Johnny thought that we were just recording into a computer, but it wasn't actually going out to anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's inside the computer? There was an um, episode of The Office where they did that, where um, Michael Scott thought that he had started a podcast, but it was just a hit one of the guys had just given him a recording device and so he was just <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this podcast has been going so much better than what we'd expected the only problem now is we're starting to run out of jokes and starting to run out of crap to talk about so well we did take some pictures today um oh yeah so those are going to be keep an eye out for those um johnny and i took some professional pictures <laughs> that we're going to release um on the instagram and um, so definitely, please, 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 that'll give you guys a chance to see. And in uh, some of your homes. And <laughs> if you start finding them on your on your nightstand next to your bed, just take it. It's okay. Most of our most of our followers or most of our Patreon contributors are like in the area. So it'd be pretty. What if we broke into their homes and then place little little gifts from us all over? You have me at breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I'm down. We were trying to figure out a way to get into prison so that we could live yeah. the 52 blocks. If the, only there was a way to get into jail. <laughs> why didn't you just go? It out. Yeah, why didn't there are people are going to be? Why didn't you just go to? Uh, just go ask them. You don't have to go into prison. <laughs> <laughs> they have visitation schedules. <laughs> ask them to teach us. But you had done a bunch of research. I, yeah, I've done no research on this new uh, martial art. I looked at it briefly, thought that it looked fake, and then shook my head at it and moved on with my life. So one of the things that um that I like about what we've been able to do with this podcast is we've gotten to explore different martial arts and combative systems and stuff like that, which I recently found out there is a difference between a martial art and a combative system while I was researching this. So um, the martial art or the combative system that we're talking about is called Okichita, and I'm probably saying that wrong, Okichita. Um, and it's a guy out of Canada is the one that developed this. There's the first uh, red flag. That's your first red flag right there. Canadians are not violent by nature. <laughs> no. And, and if, if you watch the videos, it's not a violent martial <laughs> art. <laughs> um, so it, uh, it's a, supposedly it is um, a fighting combat style that, that's, that originated from the Plains Cree First Nation, which uh, kind of is around the Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba Um area and it's a combative fighting style and the, the premise is this guy named um i wrote his name down where is it at he's got a stupid name oh yeah george lapine <laughs> <laughs> yeah good old lapine old lapine and i'm probably saying that wrong it's got an accent on the it's, e but it's french for the penis lapine <laughs> So Jorge Lapine, um <laughs> he's the one that founded this and when i was doing my research you know, I, I kind of started following down. The, I got super, ner uh, I got super excited, I should say, when I first discovered it because a Native Americans are kind of badasses, right? I mean, they kind of came up during a time where they were legitimately fighting each other, tribe-wise. They were fighting against the American military um, who were trying to encroach on their territories. Not to mention, I mean, they've been fighting since white people came to America. Yeah, and. Um, so I was like, man, this is going to be a pretty cool thing to dive into. Um, he, but then I realized that he established it in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So um, supposedly this guy is is a Native American, um, or as he calls himself, an indigenous person um, out of Canada, and he started looking into the roots and, the, and things like that, you know, and um, wanted to spread the combatives of his people. All like I said, and so. Where it starts to get kind of dicey is that um, there's no writing down. They didn't write this down. It was all spread through like oral um, or traditions, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my in my head, I'm thinking like, man, we saw where that where that got us yeah. with the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you see how that turned yeah. out. 
And so, um, but the dude started out doing other stuff. But, um, so he started out in, in martial arts in like the eighties where he was doing, um, Kung Fu. That's like the hotbed of yeah. bullshit martial arts in yes. the eighties. So yeah. he, he was in that whole thing. Um, he did, I was reading, he practiced Japanese judo mm-hmm. for three years and got a brown belt. I didn't know that there was a different style of I judo. I don't think that there is. But uh, maybe because he's in Canada, he wanted to emphasize, emphasize that it was Japanese. It was Japanese not I don't know. Judo. He's not American judo. He also practiced hapkido and some other things like that and um, got really into it and kind of followed down that path, got really into taekwondo and got his uh, 20th degree in taekwondo. I think it took him about six months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so he was talking with the quote unquote elders during this time. And they were like, this is literally a quote from him. He said in an article that the elders told him, George, you have got to spread the word. You know, like they were like, if you don't, then our combative style will die. And that's when Peter Griffin dropped in and said, (laughs) the bird is the word. (laughs) And so, um, he took it upon himself to decide that he would be the John Smith of, uh, I was just about to draw that line. (laughs) He would be the John Smith of this combative style in order to spread the word so that it didn't die. And then he goes on to say that one night a spirit animal came to him and gave him two gold tablets and he put them, uh, in a hat with some mirror stones and he would, put his head inside the hat and then that's how how the Mormons uh, came up with Mormonism. The, see, the thing that I think is funny is like everybody struggles so hard to make, uh, we even see it in jujitsu to make a system out of something. Like it has to be organized. It has to be in this structure when I don't think like, dude, you can make a high school uh, martial art. You know what I'm saying? Like martial arts that have come up through American high schools of some kind of rule system. I think you're onto something. Yeah. Like what's number one rule? Always take it outside. Number two is. Uh, you're just reading off the rules from Roadhouse. Yeah. If it, <laughs> if it goes to the you can't fight on the ground because everybody knows that's that pushy shit. And as soon as it hits the ground, what, everybody, what does everybody say? In high break school? it up. Break it up. Break break, it up. Come on, guys. Break it up. Okay. Get them back up. Get Load them up. back up. Uh, and then number three is that you have to have the magic circle, which we learned mm-hmm. from Rough and Tumble. We did learn it from Rough and Tumble. But that doesn't mean we're going to turn around and like codify it and make it into this like ranked structure martial art. Whereas like yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a I've been looking right for a there. way to make, I got, uh, I got a, a Polaris razor. I've got to pay off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's like the, I'm sure that native Americans in Canada and all over Na- native American had fighting techniques that they practiced with one another. And that they taught uh, down the line. I don't think that it was a system where they all got together. No, I on agree. Tuesdays and Thursdays and practice their tomahawk katas out in the in the plains. Um, well, sp- you know, doing that that kind of thing. Coincidentally, George does offer classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays at his. Uh, what he calls the lodge, not the, uh, it's not a, of course it's the, lo- it's the I'm lodge. I'm surprised it wasn't named the teepee. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's racist. Right. They do wear geese, which I put a question mark next to it. Actually, I put gee question mark L O L. Yeah. Which like, <laughs> why do you have to introduce that part of it? It made no sense to me. I got it. I was just like, you know, if you're trying to keep the culture and tradition of your native American combative style, why would you add in a Japanese Gi and it's a jujitsu gi. There were like in the video, there were like five people wearing badass atama gis, <laughs> and I was like, this guy's got an atama sponsorship, and he doesn't even train jujitsu, and I'm over here taking hand me downs. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. Uh, yeah, no, they can't. They can't practice in loincloths. Well, this is 2019. <laughs> you realize how I think much a headdress costs? That's true. That's cultural that's appropriation. Right it there. is. That's expensive shit. Um, he but, did compare it to. Uh, what he compared it to was Krav Maga, Salat, and Sambo. They do some weapon stuff, and they use what's called the Gunstock War Club, which is really just a club that looks like a fake gun. It literally looks like a gun. It looks like a uh, like you whittled a gun out of wood, but then decided not to make the rest of the gun. That's weird. And then you're it's okay that you're yawning during my story. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. You got up at like 10 o'clock this afternoon. And his name is John <laughs> if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. <laughs> Fuck with me again. I'm in charge here. Um, but yeah, so 
he's been pushing this whole thing. There's two phases. You go through like there's the phase. It's it's basic classes and then advanced class. So basics is just uh, somehow only females are allowed into the advanced <laughs> class. <laughs> That's where they introduce the loincloths. It's the only time he takes his gi top off. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to get into a little bit more traditional style. Yeah. It's <laughs> Everybody, come jump into my teepee. I'm going to show you a picture of what this guy looks like. I know that the uh, the listeners can't see it, but we will post a picture of it on our Instagram. We'll post this picture. Of this don't guy. make those kind of statements. No, we, I think it's going to be great do. that we're going to do it. I think we should. Um, I don't know. I immediately went to Instagram. Like, that's where I'm going to find this. So guy. while you're doing that, I'll tell the reason why I didn't study and research it all over this martial art was because uh on tuesday my grandpa died but mm. um no don't worry about it. he's fine um <laughs> he so tuesday morning he legit died his pacemaker i guess was going off and that's what brought him back to life he was like resuscitated by the ems or whatever and uh, so he's brought back to life was in a coma and by the time i got to springfield the next day, I walk into the, the the. <laughs> what a nerd! I walk into the room. And my grandpa said, like, "Hey, John." <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Grandpa, how you feeling?" He's like, oh, "I'm fine." You don't sound dead. Yeah, I was like, "Well, you died yesterday," and he goes, "I reckon so. I don't remember any of it though." <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, good seeing you. Glad you brought us all here." Glad. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have better. I had better things to do on a Wednesday. Yeah, Grandpa's like, "Glad I gathered you all here." I've wrote, written you all out of my will. And then he's like, now that I've got you all here, I want to talk to you guys about a, a, an investment opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Advocare? <laughs> no, that guy mm. that uh, – Mitch just showed me the picture of the guy that created uh, whatever it is, Choctaw Casinos uh, martial arts. <laughs> Choctaw martial arts. He's actually got a dojo in, um, in uh, Mississippi where they have all the casinos. What's yeah. that place? Oh yeah, what is that place called? I keep one as two. No, it's not Tupelo. That is that is right. That's nah, not right. Tupelo? Not even close. I don't know. It's like the it's like the uh, the Las Vegas of the South. Yeah, Branson, Missouri. <laughs> That's right. You're the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy's a fucking nerd. I don't buy I don't buy this martial art. I don't for either. One second. I think um I think what ha and here's the thing: who gave him his fucking black belt? Yeah, because he's wearing a black belt. The elders. The elders did. The, the elders, elders were gave him his black belt. And if you probably wanted to go talk to the elders now, you can't because they're all dead. That's right. Yeah. You have to talk to their spirit animals. The only other piece I'll mention on this is that uh, I did think it was interesting when it asked, like, where do you hold classes at? He, he mentioned that they hold them at the lodge. Uh, but every now and then they go outside so they could be in nature mm. and be one with their indigenous peoples. Um, again, Anytime they go outside on these camping trips, it's just him and all the females. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they only do te belt testings uh, during solstices. So winter, I guess, and summer solstice. I don't know. Yeah. So that's a toss up because it, it honestly, it could be something to do with the uh, the beliefs and the religion of the Native Americans or the indigenous people. Indigenous people. And he decided to, to plug that into the martial art. I don't think that they went outside and were like, okay, we're going to. You're going to test for your tomahawk badge uh, <laughs> this winter solstice. Speaking of which, wait till you see the photos. Yeah. I may or may not actually have a tomahawk <laughs> badge. Um, but then trying to incorporate that into the martial art, I don't think is necessarily wrong. Mm -mm. Uh, because, again, it's something that you're making up entirely. You're, you're doing testing. Like, nobody's testing on fighting skills. I think that's a silly thing anyways. There was a, they did an interview with a girl who said that, um, her, her boyfriend got into it and started training because he's apparently half indigenous person. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then he got her into it and it got her off drugs. And they're both still virgins. I think, I think they're both still on meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that it helped anything, but like in the video, they're both, they're wearing the, um, the beaded necklaces, like the real thick, long oh, beaded no. necklaces, you know, yeah. and like, and she is as white as like, she is not an indigenous person. Right. She's just in it because she heard that he gets a stipend from his uh, reserve, you know, his <laughs> reservation. And she just wants in on that. But uh, apparently she was, uh, and from the looks of it, honestly, I don't think meth was her problem. Um, I think that uh, the drive through was her problem. So. <laughs> It's yeah, getting like the the math addicts to try out your martial art, buy into it, and then get off drugs and still believe in it is not 
you're picking the lowest hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the same people that went to Mount Carmel with uh, David Koresh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like wow, you you con this meth head into believing that you have magic hands and can can do all these. She, things. she was, she was one Tinder date away from being in, uh, in like the Haley's Comet cult. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> It's just this guy came along first. She was just looking for anything at this point, <laughs> and she found him. Good for her, though, because it could have been a lot worse for her. You know, there could be more worse cultish uh, martial arts to be a part of. It sounds like they're just going out into the woods and finger-banging each other. <laughs> so I don't know what else. <laughs> I mean, there could be worse worse things to be involved in. Can you imagine? Like, I just had this like thought in my head where you were saying that because we were joking about how he just takes all the female students out there and finger-bangs <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> when do you decide to go to the next one? Like the next girl, you know, like if you're just finger banging. Oh yeah. You know, like, all right, you've had enough next. Well, this if, is weird. if you're in charge, you can, I mean, you would delegate God, the finger. God banging. spoke to you yeah. that, that she had it's enough true. of the finger blasting. <laughs> so she needs, or he, it could be, it could be it a could he. Be M's too. Yeah. We're not trying to be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Finger blast anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come my way. Here we go. Uh, I actually walk around with my fingers ready to go. Yeah. In case somebody trips and falls on my finger. <laughs> it's blasting time. It's bl- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, sorry to let everybody down. We discovered a fake martial art. We ought to uh, let Mr. McDojo know about it and see if. Oh, yeah, he can look into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his process is or how his process is. Different well, Atama, if you're listening, um, if you want to if you want to sponsor yeah. actual martial artists, <laughs> Johnny and I are always looking for sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, if you want to lay off the uh, then again, maybe I don't know, maybe there's like a it's a donation thing where they, they give to charities or something like that. And that's where those geese came from. I don't know. I might even make a uh, a new sound clip just for a new sponsor. <laughs> uh, I actually had a guy. One time he came. Oh, I gotta tell you about this. We had a guy one time come in, wearing a uh, a gi from a gym in North Carolina that I'm affiliated with, and I was like, "Dude, you come from uh, Steve's gym?" And he's like, "No, I don't know who that is." I was like, "Yeah, you're wearing his patch." He's like, "Oh yeah, they like donate these to veterans," and I just picked this one out of the bu- the bunch. I was like, "Cool." He's like from Las Vegas, got a gi that somebody donated from North Carolina that yeah. comes to Arkansas. To one of the affiliate gyms. Just that's wild. Yeah. What a connection. I had a uh, so I have a I used to have a little dragons class like five to seven years old, year olds. I canceled that class because nobody was showing up. Nobody there's just with it's like fifty bucks a month and no kids are going. So then the day that I chose to cancel it, of course we get like fucking fifteen kids yeah. in the class. Um, and now everybody's interested in it. But anyways, one of the dads. He's just, you can look at him and tell what kind of person he is, just scumbag. He's talking to me and he goes, Is it one of your current students' dads? Yeah. <laughs> he's not listening to this. He probably can't figure out how to use his phone. Um, he's talking to me and he goes, Man, I can see, I see how how useful some of this stuff is, like the shrimping. Even though it it sounds gay, <laughs> it seems super applicable. And I was like, his, his five-year-old's like right there. I was like, that's yep <laughs> okay it's like it sounds like super gay but it's useful <laughs> i was like god damn it dude at first glance yeah <laughs> which uh i we've been i've five episodes now and i've been meaning to tell you about uh when i almost did gay porn mm. oh i forgot all about this yeah we've you mentioned forgotten this it every single every episode. single time and you you brought it up again at the submission under pro fight where you said don't let me forget to tell you about the time i was did gay porn <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh really close i had to set my price actually <laughs> so what yeah i'd gone out and taken like pictures with a friend like i really enjoy photography and whatever but he had posted a picture of me uh, you know, like we're out in the woods and there was a picture of me on his Instagram. Were you naked? No, no, oh, okay. I was just fully clothed. There was just us hiking in the woods. It was just a good picture. You know? antlers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I get a random friend request after this pops up. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's a dude. It's another photographer. Cool. Like a day goes by and then I get a message from him and he's like, you mind if I ask you a question? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. You mind if I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Go ahead. And he goes, have you ever, uh, have you ever thought about doing, uh, nudes or like doing, uh, photography nudes? And I was like, uh, no, not really. Like, 
I'm super uncomfortable with my body. Like, I don't even like being naked enough to do my job. <laughs> and like, um, but with for the right price, I'll do just about anything. You know, like a thousand bucks, I'll show a butt cheek. I don't care. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, like. Just get the show a butt cheek. Yeah, like I'm going to turn around, you know, have a cute little smile with my butt cheeks hanging out. And so, and not thinking like, there's no way he'd ever pay me, right? He goes, he responds, okay, I understand. But, uh, you know, like. I can, I, I do pay my clients or the people that I shoot for. And I was like, I'm not going to ask how much. I'm not going to ask how much. I'm not going to ask how much. So I was like, well, what are you thinking? <laughs> and at first he's like 200 bucks. And I was like, no, no, no I'm not going to do it. Um, and I was like, honestly, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't even start thinking about it till about a thousand. And he goes, we can make that happen. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And so then I start. I'm like thinking about, okay, what are you using this for? And he's like, it's for my portfolio. Okay, great. Like, can you send me some pictures of maybe some examples? <laughs> the first one is like this overweight, hairy guy that's like on the stairs of an apartment. You know, like they always have the fire escapes mm -hmm. or whatever. He's like sitting on the stairs with his butt cheeks, you know, like nothing crazy. Next one's like another guy, same thing, like no dong or anything. <laughs> the last one is this guy squatting over the top of a of a horse trough like that horse horses drink out of yeah it's full of water he's butt ass naked with a cowboy hat on with his with his dangly bits <laughs> hanging like inches above the water so you can see the reflection in the horse trough <laughs> that's super artistic and that's where though. i had to draw the line i was like no i can't do it can you imagine what the next picture would have been? What? Because like, he was obviously gradually building up to the part where it's a cucumber in a guy's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and I started asking him, I was like, so for your portfolio, but like, what are you going to do with the pictures? And he was like, they're just for my portfolio. I'm like, but who sees the pictures? Just me. <laughs> so why do you have these pictures for my portfolio? I'm like, this is a circle that's never going to end. You're never going to give me the honest answer. <laughs> what are you doing with these photos? At no point did he mention the .gov website that he's on. Yeah. Um, so for those interested, $1,000 for my butt cheeks, uh, you're going to have to go more for, for the King Kong ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> um, people need to realize that just because a picture is in black and white doesn't make it an artistic photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's still a penis in that picture. There's still a dick there. Yeah. Um, I told you about the time that – so multiple times in my life and i'm sure the same for you that you've been asked would you suck a dick for a million dollars yes right Maybe that's my answer. that's your answer okay yeah. okay so the conversation came up at Westside, and i always thought it was funny because the individual said it's tax-free <laughs> yeah that's a good of point of course i thought it was already going to be tax -free. well because if it was a gift you'd have to give up like 40 percent <laughs> of that million dollars and it see the tax bracket that's a what is that 22 percent tax bracket i don't even know so really, you're not even getting a million dollars. No. But um, you're getting like a fraction of that with taxes. Right. Do they tax on dick sucking? Well, it's still money. It's probably labeled as dong huffing. It's a dong huffer. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where you put a on dong the, in a plastic bag and huff when on When you're it? filling out your taxes, guys, make sure you look for a dong huffer, not dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy one time, um, and I think I've told you this before, where we asked him that, and he, uh, without skipping a beat made us uh fully aware of the fact that we'd have to pay him ten thousand dollars to stop sucking a dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i can pay for therapy with that kind of money you like, know people always say that i don't do, i don't know, know that i would need i therapy. would need therapy yeah why would i need therapy like i know what i did was wrong but i also know that it's i don't not need, something i enjoy i'm not even going to say that it, what i did was wrong what i did was not within my taste there you go yeah that's Pen right penises are not within my my mm -mm. taste I'm, my palate and so <laughs> it's not i mean i don't know you ever did you ever watch that um um maybe then again maybe they're delicious i've never tasted one that's the thing that scares me yeah honestly and so it's the same reason i won't do cocaine i know is i think i've said that before dude you know how amazing it, it's gonna be oh man i'd mm -hmm. be hooked yeah that's a tough one that's yeah. a tough one it's a party drug for a reason the <laughs> we're talking about penis <laughs> dicks or penis dicks are a party really drug the party drug yeah <laughs> if we're being honest honestly that's the party drug to end all party drugs it it's all perspective yeah have you ever seen that uh documentary on netflix um i think it's called taken in plain sight where this guy kidnaps this little girl 
but like the parents are strangely okay with it. And he like manipulates the whole family and he starts sleeping with the mom, like having sex with the mom. And then he convinces the, the dad of the family to give him a hand job. And this, so he's got them squared away. This sounds exactly like one of my MySpace ex- escapades. <laughs> <laughs> and then he convinces the 14-year-old girl that she has to come with him to the desert because aliens have challenged them with the intent on repopulating the earth after they destroy it. That sounds exactly like a scheme to get a 14-year-old to sleep with you. <laughs> I mean, like, if you were a pedophile trying to write out a plan to get a 14-year-old to have sex with you. That is that 101. Yeah. That is pedophilia Aliens, 101. Yeah. Listen, we got to go storm Area 51. <laughs> it's got to happen now. Really, why? it was it was all over uh, social media. I watched it thinking it was going to be a... Um, a more serious Netflix documentary. And then you watch and you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm starting to think that some of the movies that they're making, they make specifically for meme ability. Oh yeah. If that's a word. Cause you remember, um, what was the one where they, everybody had the blindfolds on bird box, bird box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did that one. They did, uh, the opposite of that where nobody could talk. Oh, with, yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. No. With- Quiet place. Jim from Jim Halpert from the office. Oh, it was Jim Halpert from, from, yeah. Jim Krasinski. John Krasinski. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but it started, I, I, I feel like they're like, they've realized the uh, marketability from memes. Oh yeah. And just started to look for that. And every there. Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah, that's true. The, um, there's another Netflix or there's another documentary on Amazon called good night sugar babe. It's actually really sad, but I watched it the other night. The, the, the mom of this family basically conspires to have her son and some other people kill this, um, handicapped girl, but you know, there was no connection that she had actually, um, been involved with it, but there's a, uh, they talk to the killers and the killers are stabbing this girl, right? Well, they end up taking her clothes off. Why? Well, because the knife they were using was super dull. And so they couldn't stab through the clothes. So they had to strip her naked to stab her, which even then it wasn't very successful. Then they're interviewing the mom and she's like, I don't know why they stripped her naked. Maybe because the knife was super dull and like it wouldn't go through the clothes. I don't know. I'm just guessing. (laughs) And you're like, there's no you. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like the only people that would know that detail were the people who killed this little girl. Right. And you just guessed <laughs> you just guessed exactly the same reason you know i I'd, don't know i wasn't there <laughs> i'd seen a uh i get in the habit of watching like these uh like top five real ghosts caught on camera or top 15 Whatever scary my ghost story? on reddit i think yeah it's <laughs> stupid i'm not falling for that one again um but i get like i'm i'm fucking terrified of these things and i'll, I'll still watch them but one of them was like top Five, uh, like 911 calls or whatever mm. there was this woman who had a chimpanzee for uh, is that the one that ripped his face off yeah yes. and they sh- they played the 911 call have you heard it and you can hear the monkey in the background sh- like yeah. still ripping the lady's it face it sounds apart. it almost sounds comical mm-hmm. because you hear this lady screaming like oh my god she's killing him and you hear in the background rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like what the fuck is what's there even crazier there? is there a monkey in the, can you tell the monkey to be quiet yeah um what's even crazier is they said that the reason that the monkey attacked her was because she gave a different monkey like a birthday cake no that might might have been a different one the one that i just specific- happen a lot i guess so <laughs> Um, I think I've actually heard the one that I know yeah, what they, you're talking about. Like the monkey got jealous and like ripped her face off. Yeah. This one in particular, um, it was like full, huge chimp. Like it wasn't mm. like a small one. This thing was massive. And uh, a lady had come over and the owner had, I guess, been giving it a mix of like Prozac and something else. Oh. And Prozac causes uh, some kind of crazy the complete opposite yeah. of what you would want it to do. Right. In monkeys. It just makes him fucking berserk, I guess. And he just flipped a switch and went nuts. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. You're getting medicated by an, a, a human that's giving you all these drugs and stuff. You know what? Rip some faces off. Rip some off, faces dude. off. Good yeah. for you. That's Good what, for uh, you. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do on <laughs> crocodile and bath salts. Yeah. So. <laughs> you remember whenever they were having all the... Uh, 
the news stories of people who were taking bath salts and then like they thought the zombie apocalypse was coming up because they kept eating people's faces and stuff. It always starts in Florida. Too. Yes. Yeah. Always starts in Florida. I wonder. Migrates its way up. You know, because they say that you could just type in any, uh, any, anything into Google and just put a man in Florida and then put a date and it comes up with it. With something um, just like crazy. Uh huh. That'd be a good game to play. Well, I'm doing air. it right now. We should do that. What's today's date? Today's the 29th of September. Even though everybody's going to hear this on the 30th of September. Somebody, I had another person ask me um, that they wanted us to go into like the economy of running a gym, um, which I think would be a good one. So a good perspective to give. However, I'd really like to do it when we have another gym owner on air. Someone with a successful gym. Yeah. Someone who actually knows how to run a business. (laughs) I run my business. Base. I've said it before. I try to. I try to base my business on autonomy, trying to make everything kind of uh, function automatically, so that I can spend more time on the mats. Yeah. And this week, I've spent no time on the mats and no time behind the counter because my wonderful students have uh, covered for me while I was. I was wondering how you were doing your open mats before yeah. doing these. Uh, so, yeah, Daniel and Jared are up there. Well, it's about time you know, Daniel started doing something. I know, freaking right. Jesus Christ, soccer mom body motherfucker. Yeah, well, he did have like a, <laughs> he had like blood clots in his brain or something. Get out of town. Yeah, he's whining about what it. What a baby. Yeah, he's going to have to have brain surgery or whatever. You know, learn how to walk and stupid crap like that. Golly. If he would have learned how to walk the right the first yeah. time, he wouldn't have to. God wouldn't have come second. down and said, you know what? Do over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's okay now, so he's not going to have to have uh Sounds like brain was, surgery. Sounds like somebody was faking it. Yeah, that's two in one week. That's two brain, brain clots? No, well, my grandpa obviously was faking oh, it. Oh, yeah, he was. He got you guys up there. So yeah. how did you buy a lot of Herbalife whenever you were up there? <laughs> yeah, I come <laughs> back with boxes of <laughs> fucking Advocare. A man caught a woman on fire today in Florida, so. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, they make it sound like a, she just caught on fire. She like, did. We don't know she was like happened. that when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here with a blowtorch. It happens it every time. Total accident. We're getting to an hour. These episodes are getting so much easier to mm-hmm. do now because we actually plan and think them out. We're getting more comfortable with talking on, on, the, on the microphone. I think that if anybody has any suggestions for interviews, we're getting really close. We've got a third microphone now and we're getting... We kind of wanted to spend some time to settle into our groove of the podcast. Um, we've got some ideas of people that we want to interview, um, but we really want to go outside of the box. We don't want to, you know, if we get a jujitsu fighter or an MMA fighter, we kind of want to find maybe a different spin on it. Right. That maybe you haven't heard from yet and, and try to ask those questions to, to those people as well as like just things that maybe don't get the most that don't get talked about the most people that maybe you feel should be heard that aren't heard we we want to be able to talk to those people right controversial or not we've even talked about bringing in people like trying to find a cult leader Mm -hmm. my buddy joey just texted me and said adcc is a is full of disappointment today i don't know if i agree with that statement because from what i saw yeah we're about to flip it on here in about and then he also said that he thinks that gabby garcia should be fighting in the men's divisions Dude, there, there's so it's so back and forth with those girls. There's like there's either a girl that's her size or a girl oh, yeah. that's um, there's no girl like her size, my size. She's been on HGH for God knows how long. But anyways, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this one. We're planning on doing uh, a second episode today. So one of the things that we've been talking about is we'd like to start getting sponsorships for our yep. episodes. We're five episodes in now. We've got an audience. We've really been working hard at putting out valuable content and continuously putting out content because that's the number one key. Um, And we're getting to that point where we want to start looking for sponsorships, companies to support that we can support, that we believe in, and that will support us likewise. And preferably local sponsorships. um, Yes. You know, I mean, we're not going to turn down an out-of-state sponsorship, but, you know, the idea is is that we can actually give back to the local Arkansas community um, because, both of us are or have been a part of small businesses here in the state. And so obviously we want to give back to the other small businesses and the areas that we live in. There's a ton of great startup businesses in these areas. So we definitely want to try to help these guys out. You can expect this podcast and then we will have a bonus podcast most likely coming out on Wednesday. 
yes. uh, dealing with the ADCC, uh, watching the finals and, and giving up our, uh, our opinions about what's what we're seeing on there. So um, you should get two episodes this week, looks like. Um, one of them is just going to be a bonus episode. but Eventually, we'd like to do like a watch along where we can stream live and watch the fights and then people can kind of time it up with us and watch again we're we're building it as we go there's still some things that we have to purchase and kind of go from there which is where you guys come in hey yo but uh yeah so if you know of any businesses please share our podcast with them maybe we can help them out maybe they can help us out share with your friends uh subscribe to our patreon we've already kind of gone through that we're also trying to grow our instagram you can listen to us on YouTube, Google, Spotify, and now finally on Apple iTunes. Please leave a review and a rating, preferably between four and five stars. Yes, please. Um, don't leave a rating if you're going to give us one star. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you can just text me and tell us how bad we suck. Yeah, you can tell that to our face. You don't yeah. have to do it on Insta- on iTunes. But that's, that's, that's huge for us. We've been working hard to get that done. You wouldn't believe how hard it is to get approved by freaking iTunes. It's insane all the hoops you have to jump through um, or just get it right the first time. But uh, yeah, other than that, that'll be the end of episode five. And thank you for listening. Come back next week on Monday for episode six and Wednesday for the ADCC uh, episode. See ya.